Welcome to the Team of Three podcast with your host Kaz Hara, Kareem Danani. Hey guys, and uh, welcome back. Uh, another week of uh, exciting podcast. We got a uh, OG back, um, Kareem. Thanks very much. And today we've got a special guest here, um, our dear friend uh, Ali Khan. Um, I'll pass over to him to introduce um, himself and um, just tell us a bit about himself. Hey guys, my name is Ali Khan. I'm currently in my final year of university, and yeah, I just like to have a good time, chill with friends. Nice man. So, can you tell me a little bit more um, about like what you what you're currently studying at um, university and what university you actually go to? Sure, I go to University of Auckland, and I'm currently in my final year of electrical engineering. So I'm doing a bachelor's of engineering honors. Nice, nice. So that must be pretty um quite a challenging sort of degree. I've heard a lot about engineering and me I actually went through engineering myself and like after 2 years I couldn't handle it so I moved over to another degree. So how is it um coping with um being part of such a prestigious degree? Yeah, not going to lie it's pretty hard. Um it's super hectic because not only is it demanding of you in terms of technicality, it's demanding of you in your time, your effort, everything. So I guess the main thing that kind of drives you or pushes you is passion. So if you're passionate about something, if you have something you want to talk about, um, that's what it is. Oh, that's good to hear, um, Ali Khan. Um, so choosing the subject of what you're doing was there is this your was that your first preference or was that yeah um, did you have a list of options and this is what you wanted to do or how did you get along choosing the subject that you're doing right now yeah good question um i think with electrical engineering the reason why i chose it is because if you look towards the future the trends are more like green energy or pushing towards a renewable resource of just clean and green energy so that really motivated me to tackle real life problems as well as doing something that I like. So I guess that was the main reason why I chose. Did you have any other options? Did you have any, did you, did you have any other backup options or what was your um, things that if this didn't work out, what would you have done if that didn't work out? Uh, I would have done mechatronics because mechatronics covers mechanical electrical software, but I feel like I was more into the electrical side. so. No, that's good. You got into what you were wanting to do. So that's good. Nice, man. Nice. Just to take it away from um, your uni stuff, what do you, what do, you do outside, outside of uni? Um, you got any hobbies? Um, what, what do you do for fun to just to get away and relax your mind a bit? Yeah, outside of university, um, I love to play sports. So I, um, I follow sports and I just play them in general. Uh, I like to game a lot, which is recently like a perk, you can say, of lockdown. Uh, I like to listen to music, watch some movies, TVs, and just chill with friends and family. Yeah, nice, nice, nice. So, like, um, I want to go back to, I want to go, I actually want to rewind all the way back before your uni days, before your New Zealand days, and tell me where you actually came from. So, how did... How did a, how did Ali Khan start off in India and get to New Zealand? Because I know that's a good story. Yeah, taking it way back. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, so it all started, I was born in India, but like at a very young age, we moved to Canada. So we lived in Niagara Falls, the city, and we stayed there for almost seven, half, eight years. And then what happened was um, my grandma passed away actually. And so my grandfather was alone. So we, we shifted back to India for a bit. While in India, um, even though it was really hard getting in touch with education, like, cause me and my sister, we were like bought up in Canada at that time. I was still a bit older, but my sister was born there, my younger sister. So it was kind of hard to like, you know, look towards a future for us in there. So we looked at um, how we can sort of look towards our career and our horizons so we looked upon New Zealand because we already had family here. So after that, we st stayed in India for two years after Canada, and then we came to New Zealand. And basically, all my high school, all my university, and everything has been here. So just Ali Khan, thanks for giving us an insight of you know what happened and how you migrated from India to Canada and then back to India because of your circumstances, and then you um, chose New Zealand as your home now that you're living in. So. What was it like to be in the change of circumstances? You know, it's a Western country that you went to Canada and you went back to India. And what was the challenges? Was there something good out of it that you got out of it, you know, any exposure that you had? And then coming here, was that an easy journey? So something if you can talk about your, how was your experience and moving all this and even your parents or your sister? Yeah, so obviously when we went to Canada, I was quite young, so I wasn't, there wasn't much I remember from that having to adapt because that was all I knew as home. But when coming back to India, that was pretty tough because obviously uh, there was a huge language barrier. Um, little things like you said, a Western country coming back, sorry, coming back from a Western country, it's pretty hard to see just everything in life, you know, over there, life is just so fast paced. But one good thing I can say is like family, like we didn't have much close family there. So seeing grandparents, cousins, that was a huge, huge. Um, so that's when difference. you went back to India. That's right. That's when you when went, to, went back to India. All right. So coming back to India from Canada was pretty tough because living in a Western society and seeing just the difference in the way people live and get along with their everyday life, it was quite different to see it was a unique perspective but I guess that made me like you know adapt in a way that I can like make new friends talk to new people different people seeing family was kind of cool seeing my grandparents cousins uncles and aunties which is something we didn't have back in Canada and then once again leaving all that behind going to New Zealand that was once again a new journey and everything else just falls into place I guess it was tough at the beginning but I'm glad I, I wouldn't have it any other way. Nice man, nice, nice. With um, I I know I know with um with everything going on, you're sort of pretty keen on your um sort of music stuff. I know you've got a um sort of video you've released in the past. Talk to us a little about about that, and then also um talk about you know you you were selected to go to Portugal. Tell um tell us about that, how that experience was, and. Um, how, how sort of what what part music plays in your life? Sure. Um, yeah, music music plays a huge role in my life. 
is something where I could just listen to and like, you know, escape reality for a bit. Uh, that video you're talking about, it was just my love for rap and how I incorporated it into my faith, into my community. So that just stemmed from inspiration because that year was a special year for us. It was um, like, you know, Diamond Jubilee year. And it was just me just having a little bit of fun. I never thought it would go that far. It was just me and like, you know, writing down some stuff, listening to some beats and all of a sudden, like, you know, it just came up with that line. And then all of a sudden I was just like, you know what, maybe I can just. So what I did is I grabbed some of my part of my community and we just, you know, shot a music video that one day we just filming. But then after that, we just made a video and like, it got selected for that Jubilee Arts Festival, and mm. yeah, yeah, nice. Um, any any, I, other, any um, other projects coming up, um, or or is that sort of just on the hold at the moment? Yeah, at the moment, I'm not looking towards anything. That was just whenever I feel like writing it, I write it. I'm not like, you know, looking for a career out of music or, uh, I just like to do it for fun. It's just one of my hobbies. Nice, nice. Yeah, so um, thanks for letting us, like, you know, it's good to know where your passion for music comes from. And and it was amazing to see you being selected for the Diamond Jubilee. Um, for people that know, know what was the video for, I think we just missed that point last in the last question. So if you can just give us an insight of what it was and what the process was so that we can just understand what how big it was so that you know we the audience can know, you know how much of an importance it played yeah so well the whole um arts festival was just to show any sort of um art whether it's contemporary music videos paintings and how it plays an impact in our culture how it plays an impact in our faith so it was just to highlight that so i chose rap video because obviously i like rap and rap kind of, it kind of uh, projects more to the younger people, the youth. So it was just showing that. And that's where I just came up with this famous catchy line where like 5 a.m. my eyes are open wide. <laughs> yeah, that's the line. Everyone knows that line. That's like yeah. the, I think that's the go-to line right now. It's, it's a very catchy line. Exactly, a catchy line. And what I meant is like, we have prayers at five in the morning. So just like, you know, just to incorporate a catchy line, but like, have a deeper meaning behind it. So I guess that was the main motive of that video, of that music. So then you got to Portugal um, and you actually attended the Jubilee Arts Festival where you actually got a chance to um, get on stage and talk um, about things related to your art. So can you tell us a little bit more about your experience there? Yeah, like, Portugal was just amazing. It was, I'm sure Case has some stories as well, but like Portugal, yeah, it was mad. Portugal is just something else. And it was, it was just <laughs> crazy seeing people from all around the world coming and coming under a single umbrella, single brotherhood. It was fun because I got to show my art, but more importantly, it, it, it like ignited this passion of mine of traveling. Like, you know, I traveled to, 
so many different countries in that just that one time period that holiday and it was just amazing so now if we fast forward so now we've done the past we've gone through what you're currently doing let's now move on to what you're looking forward to um in the next couple of years <clears throat> yeah uh what i'm looking forward to in the next couple of years like so this will be my final year of university so i'm definitely looking for like a grad role so something i can look forward to work join the industry once i also looking towards new avenues of um just income i guess like looking for a business or side hustle something like that i also I'm, i want to try out new things i recently we went for like the winter ski trip and i never knew i would like skiing that much so you know i want to try that out i want to try skiing out i want to try different like workshops stuff like that so it seems like there is a lot of things like you want to get done and i can totally understand like being a young person like yourself you want to go through and do a lot of different things which is really good to hear how do you um think that you will be able to manage working full time whenever you get started and then um juggling all these other things on the side yeah i guess it's just all come with time management um with my degree as well i'm even though I'm in my final year I'm still working part time so it's something I would never have thought I could do in my first year or second year but I I guess it'll come along with time I guess I'll have to make time for these things if I really want it yeah that makes sense um so my so, other question um oh sorry Kaz are you are you No talking? no go ahead I think that's cool yeah oh, no, that's cool Right, so my other um other question. So you've you've achieved a lot in life already, right? Moved countries. Um, you're an honest student during during engineering. Um, you recently, you know, got your full got got a car. You've um made it to Portugal. You know, sort of amongst your numerous achievements. Out of all that you've achieved in life, uh, what are you most proud of? I guess the most proud thing I am is honestly all my failures. I would, I wouldn't call myself successful. I'll be honest, because you know i've always been the underdog when i started university like you know it wasn't an easy road it was like you know lots of ups and downs and i'm pretty sure kez you know much about it but you know like i guess all my failures they've always taught me something so i would say that yeah i'm i'm happy that i failed so i guess that's the most proud thing i am like i haven't given up you know i always come back yeah <clears throat> no that's good um that you know you don't have that much of an you know people have that oh you've achieved so much already that so many of my achievements you know boasting it and you're still humble and you know you're still looking forward to your new challenges and obstacles that's along the way um i just had a quick question in regards to your future um in terms of do you see yourself um doing something in a different country or do you see yourself i know we currently are in a global pandemic but 
what about in future like in a few years time when everything goes back to normal hopefully soon um what are your uh, future aspirations where do you want where do you see yourself in maybe five or ten years time from now yeah i think obviously yeah with covid and all um i don't really see myself moving but if if i look down the year five ten years like who knows um I'm definitely still learning a lot because in the industry, in my career, in life in general. So I guess I could, yeah, I could see myself going outside of New Zealand, getting some overseas experience. So uh, definitely that's not off the table. <clears throat> okay, so now we've talked about quite a lot of things, but I want to talk about um, what actually makes you feel inspired. What is that one thing that really inspires you to continue to do what you do, continue to push on and motivate yourself? Damn, that's a good question. Um, I guess, honestly, people inspire me. Like, for example, you guys just having this podcast where you just, even though you're interviewing your friends, like you're just making people like, you know, they're making their days happier that like, you know, that inspires me. Because you've recently started your finance podcast. Um, you know, like these little things, they, these things inspire me a lot. And I get, I guess most of my inspiration comes from athletes, you know, uh, the amount of time and work that they put into their skill, into their craft. That inspires me a lot. Like, you know, just to keep going hard, never stop. Like, you know, until you, you your idols become your rivals, like, you know. So I guess people inspire me. That's very nice. Um, good. Um, and a good, very good answer because I was just going to ask you, who is your, uh, because you said you like sports. So what are your, who is your favorite like player or any sports that you watch or have following? Who is your current idol at the moment or has been for your life in sports? Ooh, that's a tough one. Um, I definitely don't want to leave it to one person, but in terms of on and off the court, I would have to give it to maybe LeBron James because not only does he like, is he one of the best to ever do it on the court, but like, you know, just the way he portrays himself off the court, looks after him and his family, I guess he's an inspiration for sure. To that, um... So outside of outside of sports, um, in your in your engineering industry, do you have any other um, people you really really look up to you as you kind of sort of aspire to be like, um, to sort of reach a level? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, definitely Elon Musk. He's an inspiration. Um, with all he's doing, and like, yeah, he might seem a bit unorthodox with the way he goes around and does it, but. He definitely has that drive, that passion in him. Uh, so if um, we usually ask this to sort of all, all our sort of guests, um, if you had to look back, what would you, out of all that you know now and all that you've experienced, um, and a long way to go, obviously a lot, lot to achieve. At this point, if you had to tell a five-year-old Ali Khan, if you had to give him a little bit of advice, what would it be? Wow, um, I would def I would tell my younger self like 
definitely be careful of the company you keep. That's one thing I would tell myself. Um, another is not advice, but I would just say that I'm proud of myself because a lot of time life is definitely hard. It's no doubt hard. And things do happen to a lot of people which are kind of uncontrollable, but I think self-love is required. So I would just tell myself that I'm proud of myself. doesn't matter if I'm five, 13, 20, whatever. I'll just tell that about to myself. Awesome. Yeah. Very touching. Oh, that's good to hear. Um, you know, Ali Khan, that that's what you would tell your younger self, you know, I wouldn't have thought about that to saying to myself, because it's really good that we don't always put down ourselves. And, you know, it's not just that you should always learn to love yourself as well. It's important. It's part of growing up, you know, that life is going to throw challenges at you. But I really love what you said, you know, that you would say, love yourself. That was actually quite inspirational to me personally. Um, just a question. Uh, you know, everyone has their biggest um, somewhere in their life up till now. Might have, you would have thought, oh, am I going in the right direction in life? Or am I... Or if there's something that stopped you from achieving what you wanted to achieve, you know, there must be a little um, an obstacle that came in your way. Do you have, do you want to share something? Was there any major obstacle that came, you know, because you moved so many places and then now you're here. And of course you would have had challenges across the way. So is there a, any challenge that stand, stands out to you and what did you learn from it? Yeah, definitely. Like, um, we've definitely had challenges. I guess what I've learned from it, and I, I'm not afraid to say it, um, I don't come from like a particularly well-off family. So there's definitely been challenges. And like you said, everyone in life goes through things. So I guess one thing that I've definitely learned is to have family as support, have them as a backbone. You know, that's definitely mm -hmm. like one thing that I've learned and cherished. So whatever I do, I do for myself, yeah. But I do for my family, I do for my close friends, close family around me for the community. But to answer your question, I I want to like answer it by a quote. So it's tough times don't last, tough people do. So that's one thing wow. that, one thing that, you know, pushes me. That's really inspirational. That's actually quite, you know, inspiring that what you just said. So now that we've, we've covered most things, right? Um, but is there anything specific you'd like to tell like the world on this podcast? Because now that you're on such a big platform, by the way, we're on seven streaming platforms. We're on Spotify, we're on Apple Music, we're on a lot of different streaming platforms. So what would you like to say um, to the world? Just keep doing you. Keep doing you. That's all. That's it. All right. Um, yes, you know, that's a fun actually fact, quite good. Yeah, a fun fact I just yeah. realized is yep. that all our dads know each other, like we're all Andari boys. Hey, yeah. <laughs> so like, yeah, if, if, um, I mean, a lot of people wouldn't know this because a lot of people listen to this podcast. It's that, it's that, um, Ali Khan's dad, my dad, Karim's dad, and Casey's dad all grew up in Andari, which is a suburb in Mumbai. So we, they're all our dads grew up together and that's how we know each other now. And coincidentally, all of us moved to, all of our families moved to New Zealand as well. So we have uh, thick ties to back to Andiri. 
facts. And do you remember anything from Madhuri? Do you remember anything from nah, your days nah. in uh, Mumbai or? Not really, but what's crazy is um, like I'm pretty sure our parents have funny stories they they can share, so I might need to ask them. Yeah, to be honest, like let me know. Ask your dad and let me know if uh, he's keen to him, his dad, your dad and mama keen to come on the podcast. We can do like a like a sick eight eight um eight person podcast where yeah. we can have like all the parents in one big podcast. That'll be so cool. Yeah, might have to pull up. Yeah, yeah. So Ali Khan, um, just to close off one, you know, I, you did talk about your engineering and you said, you know, you're quite keen about renewable energy and that's where you see yourself maybe in a career pathway that you might work on that project. Is there any like a dream project that you want to work on in your life? You know, you, you have got, like, you might have been working in school. You've seen, oh, you know, this, you see Elon Musk, you said he's your inspiration as well. So is there like a dream project that you would work to work on in any big company or any big, you know, when, like, you know, is there any like a big goal that you want to do something for the world before you, you know, pass on the legacy? Yeah, so currently in my university for my final year project, I'm working on this project that is called the development of a hybrid transformer. So it's tackled at renewable energy resources. So what it is, is like it's, a conventional line transformer and a power electronic converter. But because of all these solar panels that are being put into the grid, it creates a lot of problems and distortion. So the hybrid right. transformer looks to tackle those problems, which indirectly leads to more renewable energy resources. So that's something that even though we're looking to prove the concept, my partner and I, that's something definitely that I'm keen to work on and make available the future for a sustainable environment. But other than that, I can see myself um, looking at if you've heard about those Australian solar farms where they have massive, massive amount of solar panels in the desert. That's that's a, right. something that cool that stood out to me. Anything in a desert environment, whether it's California, Dubai, I can see myself. Other than that, I'm just here to learn and get immersed in the technology. Oh, that's really good. It's really good to hear that. Thank you. Nice man. Nice. I actually, um, with, with my final closing remark, um, with, with all our sort of guests, I just have, I actually want to thank you. Um, you said, you said earlier, um, your inspirations are your failures, right? Uh, one of the quotes, which I sort of live by, um, and it kind of resonates with how you sort of live through this as well is, um, is, is this one. It's failure is a bruise, not a tattoo right Oof. failure is a bruise um not a tattoo so your your the way you talk you spoke about your challenges um it's 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 literally it's literally it's literally living through this quote so um thank you for thank you for sharing um sharing that with us and giving us a giving us insight into into your journey and uh from all three of us and from all your friends family um you know all, all the best keep keep doing what you do keep living your um keep living your best life um and thank thanks so much for, for your time thank you so much for calling me boys it's an honor to be in your podcast yeah we're definitely keen to have you back um on the podcast again sometime soon and i really hope the next time we have you on uh you'll be at that next stage of your life your career which you always dreamed of so um i just want to say good luck and thank you so much for being on the podcast today Yes, um, 
even I would echo the same from Kaz in case. Um, all the best, man. Um, really hope you, um, next time we talk on this podcast, you would be somewhere, you know, as, uh, working a big firm and energy company that you wanted to work for and doing wonders for the world. Um, I do know that struggles, as Case said, a very beautiful quote, struggles are there, but I know you can achieve them because you have that determination in yourself. Thanks for listening to the Team of Three podcast with your host, Kaz. And I'm Kaz, and uh, see you guys next time with a special guest. We don't know who yet, but uh, we'll let you guys know soon. ASAP.